is the number one commodity in the world that you can't get back once it's gone. Time. So I will keep this brief. I'm Muthita Panmuk, a time efficiency expert and a business operations strategist, who is as known as the Time Queen. Welcome to my Get Unstuck Radio. Running a business can be very overwhelming at times, especially in the first few years when you are required to wear the hats and do other things. You started your company because you had a vision that almost every business owner has when they begin. You wanted freedom, true freedom. So you are in the right place to help you build and grow your business that support your lifestyle. Not the other way around. Without further ado, let's get unstuck. Hi, get unstuck nation. Today, guest is very excited because it's a brand new world to me, and I'm very interested to dig his brain. How he become the bucket list soloist. So, let me introduce <laughs> you to Travis Bell, um, the bucket list guy. Travis. Trav Bell, I'm very sorry, I couldn't speak your name correctly just yet. I apologize, everyone. So he is the bucket list guy, and everyone knows about bucket list, right? Everyone have bucket list, of course. And he is the world's number one bucket list expert, a self-appointed bucket list soloist, and he helps people leave their bucket list before it's too late. I mean. Of course, we have to shake off of our bucket list before we gone from this world. Thank you so much for joining Getting Unstuck Radio today. Very, very happy to be a, a, a guest on Unstuck uh, Mutita, and uh, yeah, I'm uh, happy to share and add value as much as I can today. Yeah, I appreciate you. So let's start from. How this thing coming up, like how you become a bucket list guy, even this word, what does it mean to you? Yeah, well, uh, I mean, we all, well, hopefully by now we all know what a bucket list is, but you know, when translated into Thai or when translated into a bunch of other languages, um, <laughs> it doesn't make sense really because um, a, a bucket list is all the stuff you want to do before you kick the bucket. Now that's a That's an urban term, kicking the bucket. You know, kicking the bucket is a slang term used to say that's my the end of my life. Kicking the bucket. Oh. Okay. So, so it's the uh, I think they call the etymology etymology of a word. Kicking the bucket means end of life. Um, very English, but at the end of the day. Um, a, a bucket list has been born out of that phrase, kicking the bucket. So, yeah, it's kind of weird, but most people, because of social media and people saying, "Yeah, it's on my bucket list. It's on my list to do." It's a list to do before you die, basically. And say, so I, I personally, I say a bucket list is a tangible life plan. You know where our career plan or our business plan should fit into our life plan and not be the other way around. So what I'm here to do is help really bring home that work to live principle. Um, and and yeah, I've been doing that for the last 10 years. Someone called me the bucket list guy uh, after the first presentation, first public presentation that I ever did. So I'd had a list to do before I die, actually written down since I was 18. 
and I'm obviously because of the greys and my beard and everything now. I'm not I'm not 18 anymore. Um, I'm not even close to being 18. I'm 47 now. And but about 10 years ago is when I did that first seminar. And I started during that first seminar, I started sharing my list to do before I die. And I asked everyone else, you know, do you have one of these lists to be, do you for, before you die actually written down? No one had one. So I was the only freak in the room. And then I started sharing some stories and, and asking people, well, why do you get up in the morning? You know, why are you trying to build your business? Why are you, you know, why, why are you um, in the job that you, that you do? Why are you trying to succeed in your career? You know, and quite often, Matito, you know, people will respond with a very bland set of goals in their life. A lot of people don't even set goals. They sort of go, you know, they're on, you know, goal lists. And and people, you know, most people respond when I ask them, you know, what are your goals in life? Most people will respond with with three very common question, common answers, and that is pay off the house put the kids through school and do a bit of travel when I'm older. Yeah. And possibly sicker. So we live Uh in a, you know, it's not about the, it's, you know, our businesses, our jobs, our careers should produce two things and really two things only. And that is the time flow and also the cash flow to, to allow us to go out there and live our bucket list sooner rather than later. Right. And that's why, you know, people like yourself are doing podcasts to help other people to get unstuck and, and get on with it. And, 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 um, and we're doing the same thing. We're, we're trying to promote the same thing is to, because we know a lot of people are living by default, not by design. They're just existing. They're not living. Hence why you've done this podcast unstuck is we want to get them unstuck to free to do the things that they want to do because this, you know, there's some really scary statistics out there through I've been through, uh, you know, depression myself, depression, anxiety, you know, suicides, use suicide, um, the over prescription of antidepressants. Um, we've even got this thing now called the loneliness epidemic, which is a real thing. Google it. It's the, uh, it's the adverse effect of social media. So these, and then you put COVID in on top of all this and these statistics are really, really unhealthy the the mental health of the planet is not healthy at all so this is my way to help people get unstuck this is my way of helping people live their bucket list so they can be happier you know at the end of the day they can have a more meaningful purposeful fulfilled more grateful life that's what it's all about right you make me so someone called me the after that after that first uh seminar that i gave and i started sharing my list to do before i die um, one of the participants, back to your original question, one of the participants said, hey, how's this list to do before you die stuff? It's, it's like a bucket list. You're, you're like the bucket list guy. And then I went home and registered the domain name, thebucketlistguy.com, and I've been doing that ever since. Yeah, I mean, um, there are many points that you touch with. So first of all, you make me chill because I also go through the same path as you, like depression, anxiety, like those loneliness stuff, like, and COVID hit over. I mean, I, I got you. I mean, I totally understand. Moreover, this podcast and the whole company, the whole branding that I trade market is to support anyone who owns a business to have the business that yeah. support their lifestyle, which is That's by design. Yeah. 
Yeah, it has to yeah, be yeah. by design, not yeah, by perfect. default. Perfect. Exactly. Perfect. So perfect. I'm yeah. honored to have That's you what on it's all about team. because yeah. we know, we, we don't we? we? We know so many people who are stuck and they don't know how to get out of it. So unstuck bucket list whatever it takes we're, we're trying to do the same thing and that's 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 why this is a great conversation um because people are so in a rut you know they're, they're so i think a lot of people live in the shadow of their parents maybe their peer group they're trying to impress someone else or, or just fit in and as a result they might even go through their whole life you know the number one regret the number one regret in life According to Bronnie, uh, her book here, if you can see the, I'm watching, we're doing the video here as well. And that's the top five regrets of the dying. The top no five regrets of the dying is a book by Bronnie Ware. Now, Bronnie, Bronnie Ware is a palliative care nurse. You know, she worked with people on their, you know, in nursing homes and in hospitals. And, and she actually, for her blog, she surveyed everyone, all of her patients about their top five regrets you know people who are really old who are on their you know death's door what are their top five regrets and those top five regrets became a you know an amazing blog that became a best-selling book which is what i'm showing you right here now that the top regret the number one regret that people have on their on their deathbed is I wish I quote, I wish I lived a life true to myself, not what others expected of me. 100%. But it's not as easy as that. Like, I think self awareness is something that people struggling with and to yeah, really oh, definitely. believe I mean, in their self. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it's not, you know, personal development. If you want to, you know, break away from the herd um that's really that's really freaking scary it's really scary and because you know out there we feel lonely we feel like um you know that we won't be supported we won't be loved if we break away from the herd so to speak and we're mammals as human beings we love to be around and accepted and be in a peer group with others but if we break away that and we break away from our you know, that, that character that we're playing in the movie of our life, if we break character, we upset a lot of, we can upset a lot of people. Some will support you, but some will resent you because, you know, there's some insecurity on their, you know, for, for them by you breaking that character. They, mm. So, but we've got to be true to ourselves if we're going to become unstuck, we've got to be true to ourselves and true to our values, which is our internal rule book, and, and go towards happiness for us, both in our business and in our life and our relationships and everything else. So we've got to be true to ourselves. So, you know, it, it is extremely hard. Personal growth is extremely hard in the face of all of that, right? And I, and I also believe that, it's not about the age, like not the number of age, like maturity or the personal growth are involved no. with experience. And also I think mm. it's quite situational. You know, some people experiencing earlier in life, therefore they're able to overcome that particular things before another person. And that's why they can share their message before, even though they are younger. So these things are yeah. depends totally 
It, it just depends, you know, individual to individual. But I, I probably want to get across this point is, you know, it's not going to be one thing that gets you unstuck, you know, <laughs> to, to, you know, it, this is a constant, this is a constant, um, it's constant learning. It's never ending improvement. You know, I'm still doing personal development. You know, uh, I read two chapters of a book this morning. I'm on a, I'm on a mission. I'm one of the things on my bucket list. One of the challenges that I've set for myself, you know, in lockdowns and quarantines and everything else going on and here in Australia, I can't fly around the world like I was, you know, a year or two years ago, speaking at big conferences all around the world. Um, so, I've got to challenge myself, you know, I've got to do bucket list things that I can do, not what I can't do. So I'm mm. reading um, 50, one of the challenges that I've set for myself right now is I'm reading 52 books in a year. Okay. Right, 52 books in a year. Yeah. Well, basically a book a week, but uh, you know, the books are, the books started off really thick and now they're getting smaller and smaller and smaller. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, you know, it's, it, we're always learning and I'm learning a hell of a lot through that process. Um, and and the, the people have to realise that personal growth isn't just a, a one, you know, I'm going to read one book or I'm going to, you know, listen to Matilda's um, one podcast and that's going to change my life. No, it won't. It's, it's like a game of football or a game, you know, any sort of game that you play. It's all those little one percenters, one percent changes that build up and build up to the hundred percent of change. I think it's always something constant that like once you acknowledge, you have to implement and then you have to evaluate. 100%. Like these loops are something that I call it feedback loops that everything, I mean, I do project management, right? So I keep doing that in my life even. I evaluate my own mm. life to, to go better, mm. to, to move forward. Because if not, I wouldn't mm. know what is better. And if I'm not getting outside of my default mode, I wouldn't know also which one would be the better for me because I haven't tried other things as well. So that yeah, is... Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's important, important for us to... I think it's important for human beings to expose themselves to a range of different teachers and different ways of learning different, you know, seminars and books and audios and this sort of thing. And, uh, you know, and like you said, yeah, it's all well and good learning all this stuff, but it's no use just learning it without action. Mm. And so it, it's, it's appropriate to, to also make sure that, that, that you are really taking action, getting uncomfortable, um, moving forward. Don't be a per perfectionist about it. I say be a progressionist. Yeah. About it and keep moving. I use keep that moving word forward. Keep, keep keep implementing. Yeah. So and I love that word. but be aware that this is a constant evolution. I think I think you know that, and I know this. The more successful people, and no matter what area, they're always constantly evolving and discovering a new comfort zone and discovering a new uh, part of themselves. And I think that's, you know, that's going to happen until you die. You know, that's going to, I, I want to encourage people to not look, at, not look for that one big aha kind of moment, but just commit to a lifelong, you know, lifelong learning. 
commit to a lifelong constant evolution be curious and also be excited about the process i think i think you mentioned a very important thing like the evaluation no not evaluation evolution of each person that they have been um growing up along the process of like let's say 80 years of lifetime um mm. someone looking forward for one big success instead of someone who is like me and you appreciate every day that we still alive and we just appreciate the small yeah. wins that happening every day that like keep us moving and not feeling regret so these are the difference that we want to promote i guess true yeah true i mean everything that i've taught in the last 10 years especially uh is is largely founded on positive psychology Now, positive mm. psychology really is the the science or the psychology of happiness. You know, so really, what I'm trying to do, and probably what you're trying to do as well, you, you're trying to help people discover and and experience more meaning, more purpose, and more fulfillment, more gratitude in their life, right? Um, and and what I've done is just simply put this bucket list theme. Over the top of it to make it more tangible, to make it more fun, to make it more you know not so serious, not so scary, and you know, and it's worked. And people have um, people have really changed their lives. It's been absolutely you know absolutely amazing. And uh, and now we've scaled that out because I'm I've got this piece of DNA in me. My you know I, I don't like just helping one you know I don't do a lot of one on one coaching. When I do, it's very expensive. <laughs> But um, when I do do speaking, I'm not help uh, even speaking. I'm coaching one to many from the stage, but I'm still not happy doing that. And that's why three years ago, uh, I started certifying, you know, certifying bucket list coaches to teach our stuff in their part of the world and in their language to people that I'd never get in contact with in my lifetime and. And they've been, um, we've been partnering up with these like-minded people who have got a heart for helping others, doing corporate programs, and and now we've got certified bucket list coaches. What in in 22 countries around the world? Oh, so um, which is uh, which is pretty cool. So apart from just being the bucket list guy, I'm also founder, CEO of of that as well. So um, that continues to expand. In all sorts of countries, you know, even in countries where if you translate the word bucket list, it makes no sense at all, like Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of my clients always teach me that um, one problem always leads to the solution, and then there will be another problem and solution. That's why the business keep going because we solve the problem, right? So what you are well, that's what innovation. That's what innovation is. Yeah, know. indeed. And what what other um bucket list coaches doing for for others like how they coach yeah they um they do we so we only do group coaching so we've got a lot of life coaches business coaches you know corporate coaches career coaches um people have been through you know things like you and i've been through depression maybe mental health challenges maybe even cancer and come out the other side and going you know what i want to help some people i want to help people on mass i don't want to help just a handful of people like me 
I want to help a lot of people. So we're giving them the, the business framework, a business in a box, so to speak, and all the marketing and all the, the tools that you need to go out there and do group coaching programs. So, you know, so we can really, really have a, have a crack at changing a lot of lives because, you know, I, I guess, you know, when, we, when we're going into companies, we only go into companies because there's people there. <laughs> you know, and, I agree. And, you know, and and let's be honest, but but when we go in there, we 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 solve problems such as engagement, because a lot of people are disengaged. You know, in America, and I do a lot of stuff in America, um, even though I'm Australian, I'm like eighty nine percent of people who go to work every single day in America are what they call disengaged. That's like 89% of people just go and get the paycheck, come home and are not really into what they're doing. Mm. That's disturbing. You know, in Australia, it's about 70%. Don't know what it is in Thailand, but at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's a, that's, that has a huge impact on the business. It has huge impact on, um, on the financials of the business. You know, it has huge impacts in terms of mental health. Uh, you know, and if a person, you know, our, our whole mission there, if, if they're engaged in a bucket list life plan, then that has a direct waterfall effect into what they do on a day-to-day basis at their work. Do you think you know, that or into their business. involved? Sorry. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Culture in terms of country culture, sure. But culture within a company you know, we know that we can positively affect that quite dramatically. We can positively affect a cult, you know, a, a company's culture very, very quickly with what we've been doing. Mm. It's really cool. And we're in, we're, so we're affecting culture, communication between older and younger and different sexes and different backgrounds. We're getting them all to talk, you know, like they should talk as human beings. Uh, it's definitely affecting their engagement as well. So they're more engaged in their life. So they're more engaged in their business or, mm. or within the, within the, within the business. Um, we create a non-judgmental supporting accountability kind of framework when we go in and run the programs. And like I said, it has a huge effect on mental health as well. So we know that, that depression, you know, and everything that I've just mentioned is, is at unprecedented levels. So by going into companies, we're, we're, we're changing that metric as well. We're changing um, and having an impact on, on, these, on these things because, you know, and we're talking to companies that, you know, that care as well, which is really important for us. Like we're, we're, we're talking to decision makers, whether it be CEOs or bosses or, or managing directors, and these, these are the kinds of people that, that want to, you know, that care about their employees' happiness. They, they, they want to be an employer of choice. They want to attract and retain good talent because the cost, uh, the cost of an every, you, know, uh, you know, people coming in, coming out, cost a company so much money in retraining and rehiring and, you know, it, it's crazy. And there's no sense of culture if you've got people coming in and out of your business. I agree. You know, and right now everyone's working from home. The, the whole, every single business has gone online in the last 12 months. You know, so trying to maintain a sense of culture with everyone working from home more, more so these days, 
than they were, it's, it's harder and harder. So we're doing programs to kind of create stick, you know, create, create a sense of culture there. So is that, is that what I understand right now? You use the bucket list logy to implement within the company so that the company have the bucket list so that they will have no regret between each other and achieve the company goal. Am I correct? Pretty much, yeah, pretty much. That's it. Yep, yep. And just to just to wake people up as well, you know, help them get unstuck. And, you know, like at, at the end of the day, it's it's about waking them up and getting them to think about life outside of work, you know, and it involves, you know, when we do even do uh, programs within a company, uh, we're actually involving you know, the employees' families outside of work. So we encourage during our programs to create a family bucket list and report that back into the group when they come back in, you know, and, and uh, it's amazing the flow on effect that it really does help, the ripple effect that it really, um, yeah. you know, do, does exist as a result of the programs and how they're delivered. Yeah. Many leadership coach that I have interviewed, they always say is that, um, you have to be able to understand how you lead your family first. If not, you couldn't lead the company as well, as well as the followers. If you are a leader, but you cannot be yeah. a followers in the company or in your family, that's also going to cause the problem. Yeah, we, we teach every person, whether they're in a company or they do one of our public programs. And, you know, we teach everyone to be a, you know, to, to put their own oxygen mask on first before they can help others. You know what they say in the plane, you know, when you take off, put your own oxygen mask on first before you can help others. It's so true, right? We want to we wanna help every person that does our program be a bucket lister first, be a leader in, uh, in their life first. Don't worry about what, you know, don't, you know, don't worry about helping everyone else. Just help yourself first. It's okay. We give you permission to be a little bit selfish here. All right, because it's your life. So we help them do that. And that has a massive ripple effect into, you know, into their family, into their relationships, their intimate relationships, into their business relationships as well. And, you know, hopefully we can turn a non-bucket lister into a bucket lister and someone is, you know, glass half full kind of person that, is not stuck but unstuck who is living not just existing who is you know intentionally you know designing their happiness uh rather than living by this default and you know they're they're, they're a lot more woken up so to speak and uh, they're a lot better to, person to be around <laughs> you know and more opportunities come to those people yeah 100 percent so in case anyone want to start having that bucket list how can they reach out to you or get to know more about that then yeah well on my my website um thank you matita like my website is the bucketlistguy.com um and i've just there we go i've just released the book as well so I, i've done a ted talk um so people can go to my ted talk and have a look at that it's called life's too short by me trav bell or they can grab a book by going to the bucketlistguy.com forward slash book. And I send out, I released this two weeks before Christmas. Oh, um, congratulations. It's been 10 years. Yeah, it's been, it's quite recent. And it's been Amazon bestseller. It's been great. 
Um, so a lot of people have been opting for not the ebook version, but the actual version. So I can sign it and send it over to them. And it's designed to be a workbook as well. So I want you to get your pen out and really abuse, write heaps of notes in it. And then at the end of it, I want you to create your bucket list and also create your reverse bucket list. And you're gonna send that to me. There's a, there's a link in there where you can send, you can actually send it to me and it comes to my inbox. All right. So why I want like my next book is 365 bucket lists using the bucket list blueprint formula here. Mm. All right. So the bucket, so the bucket list blueprint, and I want I want yours. So I want you to send me yours, Matilda. Okay. I, I haven't got any. I don't think I've got any ones from Thailand yet. So I want I want all nationalities, all sorts of different backgrounds, all okay. sorts of different countries. And I want, I want you to go through, go through this. We'll get one of these to you. Um, get and uh, go through the my bucket list blueprint. So it's literally something I created years ago called the called the my bucket list blueprint. It's literally a twelve letter acronym, and there it is. There, my bucket list, mm. and it helps a person write, really extract, and then articulate a personally meaningful and holistic bucket list for themselves. So this forms the basis of a lot of the programs that we do and the stuff that comes out of people uh, is amazing. Is, is people like, why am I writing this down? Oh my God, I can't believe I, you know, like the stuff that people want to do in their life is, is just incredible. And then they design their life, they reverse engineer, they reverse engineer every aspect of their life in order to make this stuff come to fruition once identified it's really yeah. about the growth of the person on on uh, the growth of the person on the journey towards these self-imposed destinations but as i said before it's really about the person that exists on the other side and that's the person that we don't know yet that's what i want you to get curious about and excited about an honor um, thank you yeah. so yeah so that's what we need we need um my bucket list my bucket list blueprints from all around the world but that's the book my bucket list dot com uh, sorry bucketlistguide.com forward slash book and uh and that's what it's all about so and then people can you know link to me on on the socials as well instagram bucketlistguide.trovebell is where i hang out most not on tiktok sure. or anything like that yet <laughs> <laughs> the link will be in the description everyone so you can check that out and yeah i would like to quote dr jeff spencer at the end that Goal achievement and goal setting are different story. So I think once you get this book, it will help you to see both goal setting and then able to achieve it. And then you can check off your bucket list and have your life with no regrets. Thank you so much for joining Get Unstuck mm. Radio today, Trev. Thank you, thank you, Matilda. Thanks a lot for having me on and uh, thanks a lot, guys. Cheers. I hope this episode inspires you to get unstuck wherever you are in your journey so that you can have your business that support your lifestyle. Get a show note at helpyougetunstuck.com today. Start implementing what you have learned. The results of your consistent effort and improvement are worth it because you deserve the freedom to enjoy your life. Speak to you next time and don't forget to get unstuck.